Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus, the subpoenas in New York State Court for President Trump's tax return. Yes, indeedy. So, some of you may remember that as the Robert Mueller investigation wound on, there were many, many revelations, two of which involved payments by Trump or Trump associates to two women with whom the president had had affairs before taking office. Of course, one is Stormy Daniels. The other is Karen McDougal. Those are two names in case you don't recall. And in both cases, the allegations are that payments were made to hush the women up, to keep them silent uh, with Stormy Daniels during the election cycle. And this would present some very significant problems uh, in terms of campaign finance law, perhaps. But there are also the possibilities for financial improprieties with regard to record-keeping of corporations owned by the president uh, in regards to these payments. So those investigations were eventually kind of spun off, and this particular set of investigations is now being run out of the district attorney's office in Manhattan, Kings County, New York. The district attorney of Kings County, Manhattan, that is Cyrus Vance Jr., he is a New York State district attorney. He is not a federal prosecutor. That's an important element of what's going on here. But he's pursuing this case, and one of the investigative angles he wants to take is he wants eight years of the president's tax returns to track these financial transactions that may be improper. It's just an investigation. There are no charges yet, but this is the kind of thing that would get done in any run-of-the-mill investigation of tax fraud, business fraud, improper business record-keeping, frauds by a charity, any of those things. And, of course, President Trump's businesses were all in New York State, and they were filing New York State taxes. Now, we all know the president does not want to disclose his tax returns, has not done it, as any major presidential candidate in the last several decades, they all have. He doesn't want to give them up at all, says he's never going to give them up. And, uh, of course, New York State would have his New York State taxes, among other things. Uh, The president's legal team has claimed, uh, in line with findings by the Federal Department of Justice, that a sitting president cannot be indicted. And they have argued from that that they can't even be investigated. Well, here in this New York State case, uh, this is where this rubber has really ended up meeting the road. Um, The subpoena for eight years of Trump's tax returns has been directly challenged by the president in a lawsuit. The president sued personally, not as president, as an individual in the hopes of blocking a particular accounting firm, which has his tax returns, from turning them over uh, along with other financial documents to the Manhattan District Attorney. The case went to federal court, and on October 7th, uh, Judge Victor Marrero in Manhattan ruled against the president. The president claimed in that lawsuit that the president is immune from prosecution while he is president and therefore can't be investigated 
at all for anything while he is president. Uh, Judge Marrero ruled against the president uh, and the president's broad claim of immunity, calling it, quote, repugnant to the structure of our government and to the country's constitutional values. That case was fast-tracked, appealed up to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, the federal court of appeals that includes the state of New York. Argument was heard on October 23rd before a three-judge panel of the Second Circuit, and the president's lawyer, William Consovoy, was there making the same argument. The president is absolutely immune from any prosecution by a prosecutor while he is in office. He can't be charged, therefore he is immune from any investigation even. And as I was hearing this, of course, it's a, it's a thing about tax returns and financial fraud and financial record keeping and so forth. But something came back to me. They say, I have the most loyal people. Did you ever see that? Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. Nothing would happen. All my voters would stick with me. I'd be fine. I'm bulletproof, essentially, was what he was saying. And as I was thinking this, uh, I was listening to a report on NPR, and lo and behold, uh, the report contained audio from the Second Circuit argument, and there was one of the judges on the Second Circuit panel, Judge Denny Chin, asking my question. And what's your view on on the, the Fifth Avenue example? Local authorities couldn't investigate. They couldn't do anything about it. That's your position. That is correct. That is correct. Judge Chin says, I'm talking about while in office, nothing could be done. That's your position. Consovoy says, that is correct. And he then argued that, you know, if you allow this, uh, any one of the thousands of local prosecutors from around the country could begin investigating the president, tying him up in knots like the little people tying Gulliver down. Uh, it's just a horrible prospect and a slippery slope. Well, this really got me thinking, and I remembered the words of one of my own law school professors about a, of a totally different thing decades ago. Something in the classroom caused him to say, that proves too much. And what he meant by that was that if you're right, if your argument is right, uh, it would just take things way too far. It is inconceivable that Trump's lawyer is right, that he could uh, shoot somebody, do some kind of heinous crime while in office, and not even be investigated. I don't care what the Office of Legal Counsel of the Justice Department says uh, about the president not being indicted while in office. That's not even on the table here. This is just an investigation. To say the president could not be criminally investigated means that this person is above and beyond any legal recourse, no matter what he or she could do. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or you're not. We simply don't want presidents to be completely above the law. We don't want them to be in a position where they could not be investigated. That proposition just goes too far. We would have a president who would just be beyond reach uh, in any way for accountability. 
we know that this particular president has resisted accountability in many different ways, uh, in many different times. Uh, but to make the argument that nobody could investigate, not even investigate things that the president had done or is alleged to have done that could be criminal, that simply goes too far. The implications of that are dire. And we've seen how things go with this administration when it's under attack. This was an argument by uh, a regular retained lawyer for the president as an individual, right? This was not Rudy Giuliani on Fox News or CNN. This cannot be the right answer. More than that, what we're talking about is conduct by the president that happened not when he was president, uh, but before he was president. And a lot of it doesn't even involve the president himself. It involves his companies. Now, if the president had taken the advice of so many people around him and divested himself of control of his companies, put them into a blind trust or something, um, he wouldn't perhaps have as much to worry about. But that's not true, apparently. He's still heavily connected with all his businesses. Maybe uh, those situations haven't changed at all. I don't know the details of that reporting. But this case, because of that argument, I think represents something we must keep our eyes on. I know we're all talking about impeachment, and we're talking about the call to Ukraine and so forth. Uh, yeah, yeah, very important, uh, very important for us to pay attention to. But sometimes it's in the details, it's in the smaller cases that important things get decided. Uh, this wouldn't be a small case, of course, if the president ended up with uh, the prospect of criminal charges in front of him. Then we'd have other things to talk about. But to say the president couldn't even be investigated, that's crazy talk. That's it. That's your news bonus. The president's lawyer argues he's absolutely immune. We'll see about that, I guess. Uh, we always like to bring you our latest take on the news in the legal and criminal justice world here on Criminal Injustice. You can find all of our news bonuses, our full-length interviews, and other features here by going to our website. That's criminalinjusticepodcast.com. Become a supporter of Criminal Injustice by going to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice. We sure would like that. I'm David Harris. I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris, produced by Josh Rollerson, and supported by listener contributions. Go to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice to become a member and access the premium content feed. Find past episodes, show notes, and more at criminalinjusticepodcast.com.